0: Welcome to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Kate Moore Youssef and I'm a well-being and lifestyle coach, EFT practitioner, mum to four kids, and passionate about helping more women to understand and accept their amazing ADHD brains. After speaking to many women just like me and probably you, I know there is a need for more health and lifestyle support for women newly diagnosed with ADHD. In these conversations, you'll learn from insightful guests. Hear new findings and discover powerful perspectives and lifestyle tools to enable you to live your most fulfilled, calm, and purposeful life wherever you are on your ADHD journey. Here's today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Podcast. And I have had a break. You may have noticed I had a few weeks off. And the reason why I've come on today, which is not a Thursday, is because I wanted to have a quick chat with you all, really, just to be able to speak to you before my guest episode, which starts on Thursday. And the reason for this is because it's something I've been thinking about for quite a while. And I needed that break. I really needed that break from the podcast. I needed that break from just being on the juggernaut of producing and putting out and being able to step back and really make sure that I am giving you the right content and making sure that I am delivering what I think are great episodes. But actually, away from the podcast, I also had a bit of a break. I went away for three nights with some friends, but I wanted to talk about the power of a break. And I I know that quite a long time ago, I think it must have been maybe nearly a year ago, I did a solo episode all about the power of a pause. I think it was back in April um, 2022, when again, I went away and had some time away, but that was with my kids. This time was three nights, no husband, no kids. And actually, um, to give you the backstory, I booked it on my own. I chose a time that worked for me, that worked with childcare and I booked on my own. I found a place that really spoke to me and I decided I was going to go away on my own and really kind of take some space and have a breather, pause. But I think the thing was I was desperately craving space. I was desperately craving just some time away from the pressure And I think with ADHD, we put so much pressure on ourselves, so much inner pressure, and then we've got all the external pressure as well. And then if I'm talking to you as a female perspective as well, and if you are a mother, then we understand all the nonstop pressures that we feel, the constant list of things to do and be and complete, and we forget things and it's just never ending. And so this desire became more of a sort of a luxury, and it became more of a necessity because I could feel the burnout. I could feel it creeping up. And I really made that decision to choose a break over a breakdown, really, because I could feel it coming. I could feel that I I think I'm so in tune now with my body and I hope with my mental health, but also with the fact that how my ADHD interplays with all of that. And it is exhausting keeping ourselves regulated. It's exhausting keeping on top of making sure that we are looking after ourselves from a holistic perspective. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast quite a few times, that to holistically manage ADHD, I sometimes think is a full time job we've got to remember to be grounded we've got to remember to eat and drink properly move our bodies throw in some meditation if we're feeling you know particularly luxurious but also are we taking the right supplements are we taking breaks are we breathing and it's constantly being mindful and present and remembering that there's this formula and it's such a highly sensitive formula that changes every single day. You know, as women, we have hormones and these in hormones have such a big impact on our ADHD. And the reason why I wanted to come on and talk about this power of recognizing when we need to take a break, because if we don't see how important the break is, the breakdown follows. So just to go back, just to recap. So I booked on my own but actually, a few weeks before I decided to, to maybe it would be nice to be with some friends. And I really chose my friends carefully. I, I know my tribe now. I know the women that I love to connect with. I, lo- I know the women who are, we're all on the same, I guess, the same playing field, we're on the same wavelength. And I'm the only one that's diagnosed ADHD, but I know that we have lots in common with regards to mental health and um, potentially some neurodiversity going on. And it was really important to me that um, we just felt really relaxed straight away. And thank goodness, the girls who I wanted to come could come. It was a miracle. We all managed to do it. it all managed to fall into place. Sort of the stars aligned, and we managed to get those three days away. And um, our partners stood in and took control of the situation. And what was really um, what we noticed between all of us is that how desperately our nervous system needed calming and regulating and that we were still sort of frenzied still 24 hours later that this this nervous system takes such a long time to calm down and we notice that we just keep going and keep going and keep going until unfortunately something stops us. It's always going to be something external, something to do with work, to do with one our kids, something to do with our health, because we don't have that ability to look ahead. And that is something I've been working on for a really long time. It's this, this prevention mode, this damage control that I'm almost a few steps ahead, that I can almost foresee how things are going to pan out if I don't take that breather, if I don't make some space and I don't shut the laptop and I don't start having much stronger boundaries and i spoke we spoke about that together and you know that are as maybe there's this been sort of joint awakening perhaps after the pandemic that our boundaries have needed to be stronger that our resilience has been tested we are busier than ever are the expectations that are upon us as as women and you know, maybe mothers that we have to be busy all the time. we have to keep our kids busy all the time. And then we are also you know putting this pressure on us to to have a purposeful life, a fulfilled life, and have careers and earn money and stand in our feminine power, which I completely one hundred percent you know concur and agree with but when we're doing everything else on top of it, it is really, really exhausting. You know, we haven't hit that point in history where equality is is everywhere. You know, there's equality in the home. Um, There's not equality at at work yet. We're not being um, rewarded financially for the same jobs that we're doing as men. It's not, you know, it's not as cut and dry as that. So we are just working extra hard as women. We're working extra hard to keep things going, to feel like strong and independent independent women, but we're also feeling like we need to be around for our kids and have that maternal streak and make sure that we are at home enough and we are managing their mental health and we're looking after ourselves. And what is actually happening is sort of breeding a huge amount of anxiety and nervous system dysregulation, emotional dysregulation. And we really noticed that with how long it took us to to relax and feel calm. And let me tell you, we got there and it was incredible. And we really did just switch off. And we noticed that feeling of sort of like euphoria that we weren't responsible for anyone for a couple of days, that we all kind of made this agreement that we tried not to work. And we didn't check emails and social media and all those things, which I just think are so important when you are having that break. So the reason why I wanted to come on here was to maybe you know, speak to any of you who are feeling like that and feeling like, how can I do this? And I know that it's taking a break and, you know, going away for many of us is is really difficult. And you know, some of the girls that came away hadn't been away ever from their children. They'd never ever gone away. You know, this was the first time and they'd had kids for, you know, over 10 years. But The importance of it is really profound. And wherever you go, you know, even if it's locally, you know, somewhere in your country or even abroad, make sure that you tell yourself that you deserve this, you are worthy of this. And the one thing that didn't creep in this time for me was the guilt. I've had it many times before where I've left and felt guilty and I've not enjoyed myself. But actually, you know, nearly 18 years down the line of being a mum, finally, after 18 years, I've recognized how important it is for us to recharge and nourish ourselves because the minute we all walked through those doors you know after three nights away it was back to the drawing board it was like a dream that never happened and um yeah it, it's it's just sort of like gone in a puff of smoke but something to address that i've talked about lots of different things here i've talked about the societal expectations i've talked about How burnout is just always there, teetering on the edge with with ADHD. But something I'm going to be focusing on a lot more is um, hormones and ADHD, and not just perimenopause and, and menopause, which I know that so many of you have found difficult, that so many of you have actually realized yes, there has been ADHD there all along. And it's the menopause that has really sort of brought it to the surface. But I recently just asked a question on my social media and I've never had so many um, responses from women who are exhausted, you know, at the end of their tether, who are really a breaking point about how from probably puberty onwards, they have suffered every single month, whether it is um, PMDD, severe PMS, heavy periods, endometriosis, whether you have had huge amounts of pain, that you have bled profusely, that you are um, iron deficient, that your your stomach blows up, like all these different things that you've had to deal with, that we have now starting to realise how interconnected it is to have female hormone problems, female health problems and ADHD. That is very, very rare for you to not be sensitive to your hormones, that maybe you've been put on um, contraception that hasn't worked for you, but you've just had to endure it. You've not understood that perhaps there's been progesterone sensitivity um, with you and the contraception that you've been on has never been correct, that you've been dismissed, you've been invalidated, you've been gaslit by medical professionals who simply do not understand the interconnection between ADHD and hormones. And the sad thing is we are only just recognising this. There are doctors and specialists that I've spoken to who are desperate for the research and the evidence and they don't have it yet. So they're relying on anecdotal evidence. They're relying on emerging data and surveys and research that is just coming out that we don't have enough to really understand what is um, cut and dry that we can sort of really say, but I hope that with the anecdotal evidence that I'm giving many of you and I will be having a project that's coming out that um, will be focused on ADHD and hormones. I am gonna hopefully empower you with lots of information and knowledge from different experts with what we have right now, most up-to-date information. And if you are unable to afford to access private healthcare, private specialists, I'm gonna be bringing these women to you these specialists to you, at, I hope at a fraction of the cost of what it would you know, be to have a one-to-one private session. So please just keep an ear, an ear out for that because I'm working on it. And I want you to know that I hear you and I'm not dismissing you. I'm not invalidating you because I understand it very well myself. And as a mother of three daughters, this is hugely important to me. This work needs to be done And I'm going to make it a mission of mine to work on women's health, women's wellbeing, ADHD, neurodiversity for a long time. Because if we don't commit to this, the mental health fallout is huge. The women who tell me that they have been suicidal, that marriages have fallen apart, that they can't parent, they want to run away. They just can't do it anymore. Because every single month it comes back. Postnatal depression. I mean, so many of you have messaged me to say how awful it was for you. And if you are only just getting your ADHD, maybe your autism diagnoses, I want you to know that you have not been alone, that there has been reasons and things beyond your control with, with regards to chemical imbalances, hormone imbalances, that unless you have... You know, been educated unless you've had help and support and knowledge with what you can do, with what's been at your disposal. And unfortunately, there's still so much that we don't know. We don't know how to support ourselves. We don't know what to do because women and hormones um, is still a bit of a, a misnomer. It's just still up there with not being prioritized for medical attention. And it's something that women are just expected to live with, deal with. But I wanted to say that as someone who has gone on HRT and who has used um, HRT to help with my mood regulation, with feeling like myself for the last two weeks of my cycle, for being able to sleep again, for being able to have better cognition, memory, lots of things that I thought I was too young for. I thought that, you know, 41 was far too young to be in perimenopause. And I could see it getting worse and worse. But and the exhaustion, it was that, that God-awful exhaustion that I just felt in my bones. And I thought, I can't live like this anymore. And that is when, thank God, I went to see a menopause specialist, ADHD menopause specialist, Emma Ping, who's been on the, um, the podcast. If you go and search for Emma Ping, she's going to be also one of my specialists on the ADHD and women's hormones um, project that I'm working on. And we are bringing you as much as we know right now with regards to perimenopause and ADHD and hormone fluctuations and how we can help ourselves with what is available right now. And yes, we are going to be working towards the future, but it's really important that we work with the resources and the support that we have available. And HRT, if you are able to take it and if it agrees with you, and if from a health perspective, you're able to take it, has been very, very helpful for many women um, with ADHD. So I wanted to come to you today and give you what has been going on for me, what I've noticed has helped me, and that breather, that space, that connection with friends, that time away, that recognition, that how important it is for us to have space, for us to be able to recognize that we deserve it, we're worthy of it, that we don't need to feel guilty, that this break can very often be that buffer between the breakdown and the burnout, that nothing is more important than our health. And I know that many of us have important jobs and we have families and children that rely on us and mortgages to pay. But if you can't take that one night off, that two nights off, take an afternoon off, go and, make sure that you are giving yourself micro breaks every single day, whatever that is, because the micro breaks are just as important as the macro breaks of going away for three days. So if you can't do the three days, can you dedicate an hour, two hours every day to make sure that you have time and space to breathe, to re-nourish, re-energize, and allow yourself to know that you are worthy of this, that no one and nothing is more important than your own health and your own well-being, and your own mental health and your energy because you can't, you know, you can't give from an empty vessel. You just can't. So your energy has to be up there and the top of your priority list. And this isn't all, it isn't about luxury anymore. This is about survival. This is about health this is about prevention, this is about stress reduction, this is about recognising that this relaxation and recharge and re-energising contributes to better sleep, to reducing the, um, the impact of perhaps, you know, heart disease, diabetes, different types of cancer. This is really, really important. But most importantly, if you are listening to this as a woman with ADHD or you know, if you've diagnosed yourself, which is just as valid, you are recognizing your brain deserves to switch off. Your brain deserves to relax and have some time out from the the overthinking and the worrying and the catastrophizing and your nervous system deserves this as well. So if you think about, I said this to a client the other day, if you can think every single day, how can I nourish my mind, my body and my nervous system what have I got at my disposal? What resources, realistic resources I've got at my disposal where my mind, my body and my nervous system is being prioritised every single day Then you are looking after yourself. So for example, if you're wondering how can I nourish my mind, body and nervous system? So my mind is breath work, mindfulness, going for a walk in nature, taking some Breaths, just gentle breaths, you know, a couple of minutes here and there, listening to music, doing something that I really enjoy, having a bath, speaking to a friend, connecting, being creative, anything that helps you get out of your head and nourish the busy brain, but really nourish as opposed to putting more pressure on yourself to do more, be more, create more, produce more. This is how can you? calm your brain down. Then you've got your body. How can you nourish your body? What food are you putting in there? Are you sleeping enough? Are you making sure you're hydrated? Are you moving it in a way that feels good to you and not in a way that you feel that you should, that your nervous system isn't going to kind of like be frazzled because of it? And then the nervous system, again, the nervous system comes in with what you have been doing with your body and your mind. But you can also make really intentional choices with your nervous system, whether that is some tapping, whether that is somatic therapy, that is moving your body, yoga, Pilates, a way where you're just stretching, you're having a hot salt bath. You are just recognising the importance of feeling safe in your body, where you're just maybe just putting your hand on your heart and another hand on your stomach and telling yourself that you're safe. That hit that right now, right here, you're safe. That there's nothing else that you need to do. That you've done enough. You are enough. And those are the things that your nervous system needs to hear. That what whatever you have done and achieved today is enough. And very often, when we can prioritise our mind, our body, and our nervous system, that's when things start to feel a little bit better. And you may may take a week, it may take two weeks, but the accumulative effect of taking those gentle pauses, those micro moments of rest and space, I promise you will have an accumulative effect. So do what feels good to you. You don't need to use my examples, but maybe I've inspired you. Maybe the, the nervous system recommendations are more your mind, or maybe your body ones, or your nervous system. Everyone works differently, and it's really important that you recognize what works for you. And when you start doing more of that, that's when you start noticing that you feel more regulated, you feel calmer, maybe your sleep's better, your mood is better, that your concentration, your focus, your clarity, your con- cognition, your memory, all these things start feeling a little bit better. And remember the power of externalising, the power of talking and connecting and recognising that you are worthy of help and support. So I'm going to leave that there for today. And I'm going to come back with you on Thursday with our guest episode. But I really hope that if you needed to hear any of this today, that has helped you. And I will speak to you all soon. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you found what you were looking for in this conversation and it's helped guide you towards some further self-healing, self-exploration and most importantly, self-acceptance. And if you have enjoyed this conversation and would like to experience more of my work, such as access to exclusive live workshops and opportunities for group coaching sessions, connecting with other like-minded women and a general feeling of belonging, please come and check out my monthly membership, the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective. I've made it as affordable as possible and I offer you lots of resources and opportunities for connection and support from other women all around the world being diagnosed with ADHD later on in life. I'd absolutely love to see you there. All the details are in this episode's show notes or on my website, adhdwomenswellbeing.co.uk.